Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash bonfiresidechat. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence. So welcome to the appendix episode that is the companion for our Blight Town episode of Bonfireside Chat. My name is Cole Ross. I am Gary Butterfield. And I'm Nick Glover. And thank you so much for uh, sticking around. Uh, as usual, this for is... For nicking around. Yes, for nicking around. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> uh, this is, uh, you know, the, the, the portion of the show, uh, the episode where we uh, read your responses. It's where you can participate. Uh, and then you'll hear some deleted scenes as well. Um, at the end there. Uh, of course, we begin with the errata because we are wrong about everything most of the time. Um, and uh, we really, really like it when you correct us because that enriches the conversation. And I would ask Gary for you to read Hugh's comment. I will. Hugh says, As many people might tell you after the depths episode, if you have no flame on you, he means if you don't have a pyromancer mm-hmm. uh, hand, um, Anigi can give you one if you egg up. Apparently, one interesting route to both trading to Snuggly and still being able to cast using one in the game. Uh, the Channeler in the Depths is an odd one. Perhaps undead animals are a direct result of Seath's experiments with immortality? My late cursed tale is that I fell down a pit with a phantom with me into the Basilisk area. Despite basically two-shotting them with a Black Knight sword, I fluffed something and got cursed. Not caring humanities makes a huge difference there. This is when I decided to try to do Nulando Ruins, but other than collecting some handy piles of transient curses, I could not, could not get to Ingward or the Curse Bite Ring with only half HP, even though I was one-shotting the ghost. I don't know why, other than just lack of skill and patience. So I burn a Purging Stone, and with full health, get through just fine. This makes me very scared of ever trying Demon Souls with its ghost form mechanics. So that is an interesting point that uh, the, the 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 channeler is there. I, I like that we are uh, infecting everybody with wondering why these channelers are around. Yeah, totally. <laughs> all all your guys is doing like it, yeah. you guys keep mentioning why are all these channelers everywhere, and now you got me thinking about it constantly every time I run into one too. Everybody's doing the funky channeler. Um, <laughs> which is that the, dance they do yeah exactly the little yeah. i love little that dance. dance yeah it is a good um, dance <laughs> that, that video man um that young turks video i don't so i we i think we brought this up in the appendix and by the time you you haven't you've heard you know this or you you sent in that response you haven't heard it um pre-tape call show but uh don't don't worry about demon souls ghost form don't think of it as half health think of human form as twice as much health yeah. and you'll be fine mm-hmm. demon souls is not going to not going to hurt you you should play it Everyone who loves Dark Souls should play it. Not as good, I don't think, but does worthwhile. the ghost form like affect you for a large portion of the game? Yes, you spend oh. most of your time in ghost form, and that's half HP of what you have, or seventy five percent if you wear a ring. Yeah. Okay. Um, but since you're there most of the time, like I said, I would just encourage you to think of that as your HP. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I definitely need to get get on that joint. Gary, yeah. let me borrow your PS3. Yeah. I, I probably could. Like, I'm I'm kind of partway through. Uh, 3d dot game heroes but i'm kind of taking a break on that so yeah and i know levi was willing to loan me his uh, ps3 yeah so you can get a ps3 yeah i'll have to do that without purchasing one myself yeah. it's a big yeah. mess it, it like i'm not willing to make that investment <laughs> 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 the things i do for this show <laughs> um, yeah 
Uh, Nick, read what Bean Brew has to say. Will do. Uh, Bean Brew says, Personally, I think that the Channeler in the Depths is there to study the Gaping Dragon. Seath is interested in the scales of immortality, so he would be interested in any dragon that he can find. The Channeler in the Parish might also be there because of the Hellkite, despite the Hellkite being a drake. That's definitely some interesting points, especially since he's like overseeing the fight with Gaping Dragon if you don't kill him off beforehand. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's definitely that's a, a possibility mm-hmm. there. Um, not not because we came up with that. I, I think I kind of like the curse thing for for him being there. Yeah, yeah. Just me, but I mean, this makes sense too. It does. Um, him being him being interested in in dragons. Well, yeah. dragon scales it could mortality. be it could be both. If there are two reasons for him to be there, wouldn't it be twice as likely likely that he'd be there? True. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely yeah. A, a good uh, a good idea as well. And and you know conversely, like the Hellkite, I I I understand that. However, he's 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 pretty far from the Drake itself. I I think that it like it's, it's more telling that he is overlooking where uh, what's her name, Rhea goes. Yeah, and and that yeah. she she's she's ultimately abducted. And where um, ultimately, I think that there was a firekeeper. Yeah. Before she was abducted, and her soul ended up there. Like mm-hmm. I'm, the more I think about it, the more I'm convinced that that's what happened to that firekeeper that was there. Oh yeah, because it's one of the uh, the maidens that's in in his she, fortress. She was Picasso'd. Yeah. yeah, she got Picasso'd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and finally, Dennis via Facebook says, uh, "Quick correction." Um, although it might have just been Cole using an ambiguous turn of phrase, you don't have to be at a bonfire to save your game. You can quit out pretty much any time, and when you reload, you'll start right from where you left off. Yeah, so, sure. I, think, I think it was you using an ambiguous turn of phrase, though. Probably. Yeah. But to, to add to that, it's actually used a lot. Uh, Gary, you, you showed a, a video recently where um, if you when you save and quit, it, the game saves you at the last point your feet touched ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you, a lot of uh, people have been using that actually to access places they shouldn't be, where if you do a jump that uh, your feet touch ground somewhere, but then your momentum would carry you off, you can save and quit before you hit uh, a kill box, and then you'll be exactly where you were before you slid off of that area. And uh, you showed someone using that to get below Sen's Fortress. Yeah. Yep. We, and th- there's a, a famous or like a real popular way of doing speed runs where you can skip the whole half second half of the game to do that to get into the kiln of the first flame. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, before getting Lord Soul one. Huh. Um, I had no idea about that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you also. I mean, you can abuse that too for the um, for uh, bed of chaos. Clearly. Oh yeah. I yeah. am very proud to say in that my Archer run through, I beat the bed of chaos on my first. Without dying. Oh wow! Wow, I've never done before. Way to go! <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, I felt pretty good about that. That was mm-hmm. that was tricky. Um, you know, the entirety of Lost Isolith has been just like a frame rate nightmare for that let's play. Um, I was happy to to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick, there's another correction that we got that I just I remember that isn't in the notes, yeah, and I wanted yeah. to bring it up with you guys. I'm looking at the um, forum now, actually. So the uh, so somebody said that because we had talked about upgrading messages and that giving you a humanity. And mm-hmm. someone on uh, the Something Awful Forum, do you have the name there, Cole? Opposing Farce, uh, who has a My Little Pony avatar, unfortunately. Yeah, well, let's not hold that against him. Nope. Um, <laughs> the, um, but he said that's that's not true. So do we – I mean, I guess we don't – we thought that was true. Yeah. Um, I thought that was true too, actually. Um, yeah. You know what? I've got the wiki handy. Let's – let's. Well, we hit, since we're doing this on, um, you know, by time anyway, let me 
Yeah, yeah. So, so while, while you're looking that up, I'll, I'll, I'll read this here. Um, in the errata section of the last episode, uh, uh, somebody uh, sent in a correction saying that using a soapstone message upgrade or upgrading a soapstone message gives you liquid humanity. But I'm like 95% certain that it's actually not the case. I've heard it both ways, and it's uh, hard getting a solid answer. But I'm pretty sure someone tested it out in the Dark Souls threads recently and concluded it doesn't work. Um, hmm. I, I, ap- I apologize for not keeping up with that thread. It moves really, really fast. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely, okay. it, the, the podcast one does. And then also that dark souls thread is fast as lightning. Yeah. That's really hard to keep up with. So, uh, dark souls wiki on wiki spaces. I know there's like three of them, but the wiki spaces <laughs> one says that a positive rated message will reward the author with plus one humanity, but then immediately afterwards says unconfirmed. And some people claim additional flask. Or charges on your on your flask. I've heard the flask, although that one is actually more likely because if you're standing next to a bonfire when it's kindled, there might right. have been some coincidence. Is. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's when somebody kindles a bonfire in that area. Yeah, um, that, that's yeah. fairly well known. I want to say, but the yeah, that's strange. It's, I it's, would think it has it's, some kind of mechanical benefit. You know, at the very least, just because. Um, you know, you're able to do it, and as a legacy mechanic from Demon Souls, like in Demon Souls, you get your health refilled oh, when wow. someone operates something. Huh. Um, so, I mean, I, I would be surprising to me if they uh, just did nothing. But I guess I can't. I don't know for sure. I just kind of assumed it was true. The community at large doesn't know for sure. Yeah. Which is yeah. If an anyone has like a, a solid source on that, let us know. Yeah. Or for- like a video proof or something like that. Yeah, for real. Uh, we we put, put it on the Facebook if you if you're not opposed to Facebook. If you um, are opposed to Facebook, you can message it to us on uh, you know using the contact form, and we'll put it up on Facebook to to, to resolve this question. Yeah, yeah. Our, our our duty is not to misinform. We just don't you know. We just thought it was true. Yeah, it definitely seems like you get you know humanity randomly every once in a while, but that could also be um, you know some enemy falling off a cliff or something. Because right. you can get those random humanities before you kill the area boss. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's something that happens really commonly, uh, especially like that happened to me a lot in Blighttown, actually. Like yeah. enemies just falling off. Yeah, I, I, definitely... Sorry, good. I was gonna say that I definitely in Blighttown was getting uh, I got I think two random humanity in this just last playthrough, just uh, you know without knowing what the cause was. So, do, do you guys know what it is when it's not a humanity? Because like when a humanity. Uh, when you get that, like it's kind of like a black streak. What is mm-hmm. that? The kind of energy that goes to your head every once in a while. Do you know what I'm talking about? Is that soul? I want to say that's the flask. That's the flask thing. It's not soul. Yeah, I want to say that's the flask charge. When someone when someone kindles a bonfire, you, you get a little like light coming into you real quick. And, like, yeah, in your yeah. Head. yeah. Okay. I think that's what that is. Because maybe I just I was always looking at the head thing and didn't look down at my flask counter at the time. Yeah. Because um, I was wondering about that. What what that was. Mm-hmm. But yeah. You know, th- this just in Dark Souls has poorly explained <laughs> multiplayer <laughs> mechanics. Like, um, yeah. Oh, man. Um, so that's it for the errata. We did pretty good. Yeah. We, we only uh, have three corrections, four corrections. Not bad. Um, let's see if we can top that with this last episode. Um, <laughs> but now we are on to uh, listener responses. So these are just people's stories about Blighttown. Yes. And I'll start us off with uh, Tim. And Tim says As a first time player, Blighttown wasn't so bad. Of course, I had heard a lot about the place by the time I got down there. The only real tough part was right after the first bonfire on the bridge. Fire-breathing hell dogs on one side, packs of giant hollows aggroing and climbing down to get me, and a toxic dark guy all teaming up to keep me chained in that place. That particular spot was also bad, 
since it's quite a walk back to get to any kind of store or another bonfire. Quelag wasn't bad at all, but the creepy-looking entrance plus ominous boulder fatties kept me looking for other places to go for a good while. <laughs> yeah. That that reminds me of something that I that, that, that I didn't bring up the notion of those uh, of of those uh, you know climbing after you if there's an enemy on that ladder that like that ladder might as well not exist yeah 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 get off my ladder because they'll just stab down at you or up for you or mm-hmm. you don't really have any means of fighting yeah. them until they get the hell off something I didn't realize like everything that an enemy can do on a ladder you can do too so like I, I knew about the way to like just slide down a ladder real quick but like you can attack downward like you can kick downward or attack upward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and you can definitely you can if you slide down you can kind of butt stomp on people's heads. Yeah, yeah, until they, until they fall down, which is the most undignified way of killing people. Like I watched a bunch <laughs> of PvP videos. Of Whatever people. works, man. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Um, Do you want to read uh, this difficult to pronounce name? Yes, sure. I will. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Who are you oh, talking I don't know to? Who's gonna say it. <laughs> I was talking I, to, to Nick. I think if we're oh. keeping in in order. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. I was thinking we we're just keeping the same word. But anyway, um, I believe Orthogonalis says first time i ventured into blight town i did not see the poison dart shooters at all i just saw my poison meter fill up while i wasn't doing anything in particular and naturally concluded that the air itself must be poisonous down there <laughs> like the gas went, and metal gear solid or something yeah. Yeah. yeah i went right back out in search of an item to help me deal with that turns out there are no gas vats you lord right <laughs> but at least i leveled up a bit during my futile search so i returned fully prepared to deal with it efficiently Okay, so I fell off a moving platform once. But other than that, I was fine. Oh, and the flying things that are pretty annoying. Oh, the flying things are pretty annoying too. And come to think of it, I got lost a lot. You know what? <laughs> Fuck that place. <laughs> there are some areas where being over level doesn't help you much, and this is one of them. <laughs> Very well yeah. composed, orthogonalis. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. That bit about the overleveled is true because, like, you have to be very high level to make toxic, toxic trivial. Yeah. And, you know, you're never high enough level to survive those falls. Like, fatal falls are always fatal even if you have the, uh, the slow fall ability. Yeah. Because so. there, there's, like, a, there's an invisible box in the world, and if you go into that, it's instant death. Yep. yep. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So that's, uh, that, 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 that is good. The only benefit I could see from being overleveled is being able to deal with the enemies quicker so they stop being a hindrance to your ability to proceed. Mm-hmm. Like if you could just be a, like a like a wheat thresher going through, you know, like it, yeah. it, it would it'd be less of a less of a concern. This is definitely the the level that being over leveled would have the least impact, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Dan via contact says Blight Town was a complete mystery to me. After going through the depths, I used the master key and took the back entrance to Blight Town. Hey, brother. Um, I learned that the giants were slow and stupid, and you could easily lure them into pits. You can rush down the blow dart guys and cure toxic afterwards. When I waited for a friend so we could take on Quilog together, it took him over 30 minutes to get to the bonfire uh, as he was constantly dying. I was completely bewildered uh, to what could possibly be causing him trouble. It was only much later that I decided to go through the front door uh, for loot that I found the surprise dogs and the gibberlings that force you to make the saving throw against cannibalism with your vitality that <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> i understood why my friend was having so much trouble maybe one day i'll try a run without the master key but it's just much too convenient did did you write that cole and that, that's just your story and you're just using him as a <laughs> dan is not a sock puppet <laughs> oh sure let him go um yeah <laughs> I love that idea of like an area just being like for one person being like crazy fucking difficult because they did it the hard way. 
and for someone else being you know being really really easy <laughs> work smarter not harder yeah yeah hey man you don't have that yaido on your your mantle this is true yeah yeah this is good sword it is yeah it is a good sword yeah All right. <sighs> um, um <clears throat> yeah uh tom via facebook says a friend and I picked up Dark Souls at the same time and resolved to play through it, unspoiled, in parallel, prompting many frenzied Facebook messages back and forth as we discovered amazing slash horrifying things. He went Sorcerer, having played Demon Souls already, while I went Melee slash Pyromancy. He generally had an easier time with bosses, but the big difference between us early on? He did not pick the Master Key as his gift. <laughs> his anguish as we realized that I could just waltz straight to Quelag as he bashed his face against Blighttown over and over again was absolutely delicious. <laughs> <laughs> so you were the only one, Cole. I would have thought that that would be a rarer uh, sight than it seems to have been. Yeah. yeah. I won't gloat. It's vindication. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a hard time as a sorcerer, too, with that. Like He's exactly right on about sorcery making the bosses more or less trivial yep. for the first half of the game and uh, making Blighttown really tough. Yep. So. Yippity, All right. Yep, yep. Murph Murphy via Facebook said the fact that Gary apologizes if apologies if it was Cole never went the front way makes me feel sad and also makes me think that he is worse than Pol Pot. <laughs> I am a noted anti-intellectual. <laughs> Exaggerated dictator comparisons aside, once you get to the giant poison lake and realize you're supposed to run in it, it actually get it actually gets fun. Looking at the lake is sure a fucking Dark Souls moment though. I did a melee build in light armor, so getting around was fine. The spider things are a threat, but are interruptible. Sorry, let me say that again. But are interruptible and fightable. I also really like the boss, as you had to balance getting in close, staying away, dodging, and attacking. I didn't have the same negative reaction to toxin. To me, it was just the natural progression of poison. I did have a collection of the mossy purple clumps at the time, so it wasn't super deadly after the first time. Uh, also, I read in the wiki beforehand that it was a good idea to have the spider shield equipped, so that might have helped mitigate. Well, one thing he didn't leave in that comment is on this is on Facebook, and I corrected him that it was coal, and then he referred to coal as coal pot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think this is the beginning of the. Uh, one of the, the you know the few, or the few people who are kind of like no Dark Soul or uh, Plague Town was great. Yeah, you know some people you know definitely definitely liked it. A couple of apologists here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, go ahead. Or is it oh, me? Yeah. Or you know, it, it's you. It is, it is you. Okay, it is me. Jeremy yep. Dawson via Facebook says the boss is one of my favorite things in the game. Although fuck those egg carriers right before the boss chamber. Fighting your way to the boss chamber through the poison swamp, fire spiders, and multiple troll giants, only to be killed by some impossible to hit maggots. I guess is meant to teach you the lesson that sometimes it's okay to just run. I also think it is one of the first places where you get a true sense of scale. Um, and the Forest Hunters Merchant, uh, Pyro Trainer, Her Fair Lady, and uh, Great Hollow means that you'll be getting well acquainted with each and every inch of the place. Just be sure to bring that rusted iron ring. That's something we didn't mention at the beginning of the episode, but we said it last time. Like, if you, it, like Blight Town without that ring, I don't know, man. It's it's a pain. You can definitely do it as long as you're you know low equipped. Like yeah, as long as you're fast rolling. Fine. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a, if you're medium, log. yeah. If you're if you're medium rolling or, or fat rolling, like you definitely want the ring. Even though, like getting the ring, like I only like to make one or two trips at most back to the asylum. Yeah. And uh, at this point, fighting the asylum demon is fucking tough. Yeah. 
So like making a trip just to grab the ring is fine, but if if you're trying to be efficient, like you are kind of low level to be fighting the stray demon. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. Um, Matthew Kim says via Facebook, another person in Team Cole, I guess. Um, he <laughs> yeah. says, like Cole, I never went into the front way for a very long time, but my favorite part about Blight Town is the awesome crimson gear that you get. Once I got the crimson hat for the first time, I immediately got a scythe and went to town. I love, I love that. It's just like yeah. it's a you know, foregone conclusion. <laughs> you should be a reaper with that. <laughs> uh, going back and trying the full Blight Town on my fourth playthrough, I didn't find it to be that bad, probably because I was already twinked out. But nonetheless, I never revisit Blight Town because it really is a slugfest to go through. Yeah. Literally a slugfest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, it's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. I've got a I've got a character uh, who's made that I that I haven't gone through. It's uh, the the Crimson King, uh, who wears that uh, who, who wears that stuff with, without the uh, without the uh, head or mm. without without the hood. You know, and it just has like yeah. white long hair. Uh, I, I, you can't do a beard in this game, which is too bad. But yeah, hmm. frustrating. I, I think as soon as I got that set um, on my my. Uh, first character i was high dex and i had katanas and i was like this is a perfect fit this is such a good set yeah yeah we get the shadow set down there too which is the the ninja set yeah. that is also ninja, really good for the ninja looking set <laughs> um both the sets you get down here because i think the crimson set does have have really good poison and fire resistance yeah i know well, i know the ninja set does the, the shadow set i don't know about the crimson robes it, it definitely does yeah, does yeah. It? it has very high resistances yeah yeah, yeah. It, it, it really is uh gold hand robe like 0.5 yeah, it's yeah. exactly what it is. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, All right. David Ritchie says via Facebook, the first time I went to Blight Town, what a day that was. I had recently acquired the spider shield from the depths, so the Toxo Dark guys were too much of a pain for me. However, on the way down, I was invaded by another player for the very first time. I had heard about the PvP system in this game, but I didn't really know much about how it worked. I hid for about three minutes before coming face to face with the Red Phantom dressed in what I thought at the time was probably really high level stuff. I blocked him for a while, but ended up getting killed after I let the pressure get to me. The Phantom one-shot me, and I had to go all the way back to the middle bonfire. Now I'm the one doing the invading. Oh, no. <laughs> this, this is the how cycle. I could have turned out. The cycle after continues. My <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, he's he's the, the dark dark version of me. He's it's dark. like Looper. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, no spoilers, dog. No spoilers. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. In, invasion's like... Like child abuse, like it's just a <laughs> cycle that continues every time. Can I? Because I don't know where to put it. Can I tell a real quick invasion story? Yes, you may. I was going to ask later. you. I was going to ask you to do that. Yeah. So, so I, I'm in the um, on my SL one character. I ran to my first hacker, um, which is something I'd, I'd heard about and seen videos of. But I never actually fought. Um, so I'm, I'm making my way to to Orange and Smo, and it's taken me a million tries. I'm having a really hard time with it. Um, I, he's not twinked out. Like he's not plus five ascended flame because i don't want to grind mm. he's just you know i think i have a plus 11 flame i'm not very powerful for this this boss fight and uh, i'm making my way through i'm getting ready to challenge him again and i have solaire with me and then a, a phantom exp- you know appears right in front of uh the boss door and to invade me like i don't have tons of uh sin so he has to be level you know within 10 percent of my level yeah so i'm like okay this is somebody you know purposely invading level one dudes mm-hmm. um and I start preparing to fight him. I put up my shield, and he kills Solaire in one shot and turns him into a curse statue. Mur? And I'm like, oh, hell? shit. Because um, I'd read about this. Um, Bob Mackey actually talked about it, getting invaded in the Berg and with somebody who had a sword that caused egg status and curse status <laughs> at the same time. So I see this, and like in, in a moment I'm kind of proud of as far as quick thinking. 
Um, and I guess I could have just went back to the desktop, but I just ran from him and ran and jumped off the bridge, like ran out the front doors of, of Anna Orlando and just jumped off the bridge <laughs> and, uh, you know, it instantly turned turn around and just suicided. And then, uh, I sent him a message cause I, I'm pretty frustrated at this point and this is already taking me a thousand tries to get there. And I'm like, that's pretty lousy to like, you know, what you're doing is pretty lousy. So again, I always use complete sentences when I'm talking to people on Xbox. I'm like, it's kind of you know lousy of you to, you know, hack your way into having a curse weapon and invade level one guys, dude. And then he sent a thing. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Players can't curse other players. Total bullshit though, because like I, I know yeah. I saw it. Yeah. And then I was like, okay. Which again, that's my way. I end internet arguments. Right. And, yeah. And then he sent a thing. He's like, that must have been a graphical glitch. And uh, and then I I go through. I try one more time. I can't make it. And then he invades me again. And I run off the bridge again. And then I'm like, okay, okay, I think it's like Dark Akamano Nono or something like that is his name. I'm like, okay, Dark Akamano, you have succeeded in stopping me from playing Dark Souls for a night. Good job. I'm done. You know, but that would have been such a nightmare if I would have got cursed because I would have had to go all the way back, you know, it's before you get the Lord Vessel. Yeah, yeah. Anything like that. Like, that's a terrible place to get cursed. Fuck. Like, yeah, it would go it would have been a long trip for me. Yeah. But that... he did not, I managed to deny him that. Good job. <sighs> Yeah, the, what an asshole! Yeah, yeah, definitely. You, you, you took away his joy a little bit, I think. But I hope so. Like, I, like I hope to deny him a little bit of joy. Like, 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 why would you deny it at that point? Like, 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 who is he trying to save face for? The person he just like fucked over? Yeah, well, he, well he's, he's probably trying to get me to fair fight him. Like, he was telling me that he didn't cause curse. Like, oh, I, I thought it was after. Ever... I thought it was after you died that you message him. They after it you was, jumped the but, first time. Okay, but he was he was still invading. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. on an invasion again. Yeah. yeah, so maybe he, you know, and maybe in the future this will teach him not to fight Solaire and tip <laughs> his hand. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it was it was a it was it was genuinely a, a good moment of quick thinking because I only had kind of a split second to run away and I was like, "That's a curse uh, statue, <laughs> shit," and then just uh, dove the fuck out of there. Yeah, good job. Uh, and luckily, I was light, so I could outrun him. There's something unsettling about the idea of Solaire as a curse statue, though. It was. I would have loved to have looked at it. Like, <laughs> I would have loved to have, like spent some time and checked it out. Like I wish I could have like messaged him and say like truce for a couple minutes. Let me take a look at this thing. Take some screenshots. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. What an asshole. Yeah. For real. What an asshole. Like why? I mean, I've said it before like a thousand times. But like don't. I mean, I guess okay. So there's no way that I'm new to the game at this point because I'm <laughs> right. level oneing at at uh, Anne Orlando. But like people who do that for people who are like just in the burg or people who like level 50 that and Orlando uh-huh. like why are you trying to discourage people from you know it did, wouldn't take that much it's like a tough game and getting you know somebody people invading you with any kind of regularity that can curse or egg you like I, I can just see it making people quit you yeah. know what do you mean man this game's easy assholes man this. Well, it is I, exactly I, like child abuse I think people <laughs> have said <laughs> that uh, there's also like some people can invade and like kill NPCs and like make Anne Orlando dark. Blah. Like all of a sudden you're in the middle of Anne Orlando and it goes dark. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I've seen videos of people attempting to get people to kill their own NPCs. Yeah. Like people will invade and then go hang out by people who are really useful and try to trick you into killing them. Um, yeah. Like, uh, and that's, that's a real dickheady thing to do too. Yep. Like if someone's on their first run through the game, like you're ruining the rest of the game for them. Like yeah. for me, like getting, you know, fucking up a playthrough, like that's, you know, 13 hours of my time. It's not that big a deal, but right. like by the time I got to Anne Orlando the first time I was like, you know, 55 hours in. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. That's like 40, 50 hours. Fuck. Yeah. I can't imagine. Dickheads, man. I can't imagine. Dickheads. Yeah. Go to hell. Yeah. Assholes. 
Wow. So <laughs> anyway, moving on here, Jeremy Greer via Facebook says, did anyone else put a beware of ring sign down in front of the lever for the bell and think they were being extremely clever? No, just me. <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> pretty I haven't funny. actually seen that. Yeah, that's a good idea. I like that. Pretty good. So Sam. I like that one. Yeah. Yep. Um, I do not know how to pronounce this. Let's say um, Hey J Flogstad. Hey J Flogstad uh, yep. via Facebook says we have like I know we say it a lot. We have awesome fan names. I love it when we get these international things too. Yeah, yeah, that makes me feel like a big man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So so Hey J, uh, and if we were pronouncing your name wrong, it's yes. definitely not of malice. Um, he says, she, I heard it's that a, Light- it's, it's a lady. Oh, it's a lady. I again, I apologize. Um, I heard that Blighttown was just awful, so I put off going there for the longest time. I was too traumatized by the depths to go back there, so I fought my way through the Valley of the Drakes. But when I got to Blighttown, I was actually pleasantly surprised. I must have imagined something far worse. A high level and the rusted iron ring helped a lot, too. I just loved exploring the Great Hollow and getting all the crystal lizards. The cursed by ring helped me feel invincible against those horrid basilisks. I'm doing my second playthrough with you guys, and this time I'll probably take the front way at the intended experience level. It will probably not be as pleasant. <laughs> yeah yeah probably so, not more, i guarantee it <laughs> yes if if the if the previous episode didn't convince you yes yeah and even you know i mean people i mean some people will probably call us babies about complaining about it at some point keep in mind that like this is a, through a lens of our kind of first playthroughs yeah of yeah. it you know it being hard like the uh, i know now how to deal with it it's not that big a deal yeah uh, but the first time it really was a really frustrating experience yeah so. Um, looking at uh, pronouncenames.com, uh, it's pronounced Hey G. Hey G. Hey G. Thank you, Hey G. I think you guys got that pretty close the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> excellent. So uh, I believe it's Nick's turn? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Anthony via Facebook says Probably missed the deadline, but since I know you're going to get a lot of complaining and haterade about Blighttown, I want to be the dissenting voice because I love it. It's probably the first genuinely challenging level of the game, starting with the dung giants near the narrow platforms, and then the mutants, and then the bewildering layout and all the toxic dark guys. On a recent playthrough, I tried running through it as fast as I could and ended up with five of the mutants chasing me around, all of them capable of one-hit kills on my character. And some true Dark Souls happened, and I managed to kill four of them, and then I fell to my death. It was great. (laughs) There there are some people in this world who love to have their balls stomped on by high heels. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they they love nothing def- more. <laughs> that is definitely true. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's probably my least favorite area in the game. Like all in all, I don't yeah. think there's anything I like less than than that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. And and what what you're saying, like it's definitely you know like everything in Dark Souls, it's far easier the second time through. Yeah, I mean, I, I know like on on my second playthrough, I. Uh, made the jump to the Aieto, and then um, you can go immediately from there to the bonfire, and yeah. you skip mm-hmm. that first like super complicated area of trying to maneuver your way around enemies. So you can run past the first five enemies, jump to the Aieto, get to the bonfire, and you know five seconds you've got halfway through the top half. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, and you can. I mean, the we he talks about it being kind of a plus that it's got these winding tunnels and and stuff like that. Like I like it from a hidden item perspective. From a you know which way to go perspective, I get a little bit frustrated with it. Yeah, um, an area that I like that does that better, I think, is the painted world. Yeah, like yes. I like how freeform and how all the little like nooks and crannies because everything doesn't look the same 
in the painted world. Like part of it, like there's the color scheme and just the fact that everything is a wooden plank, mm-hmm. you know, around you in Blight Town makes it really hard to kind of know your way around. You know, a general mm-hmm. way, but the uh, you know actually you get disoriented really really quickly. Again, it just kind of feels like a pile of a pile of mechanics kind of on top of each other almost. Yeah, yeah. it's it's purposely dark. It, you know, your your visions. Uh, severely limited compared to other more open areas, especially the areas leading up to this directly, like the the depths and especially um, on Deadburg, like you can see for miles in those areas. And here, you yeah, can't how can see. you see better in the <laughs> sewers than you can in <laughs> under the open air? And when you and yeah. when you when you cross that threshold, like it gets darker. Yeah, yeah that, that weird yellow filter uh-huh. uh, immediately when the there. title screen comes up. It's, mm-hmm. No, even before yeah. that. Even before that, like when mm. like when you go when you go through the door that the Blight Town um, key unlocks, like it, oh, yeah. it, it gets darker. The the, the, right. the the yellow filter doesn't come in, but like you can walk back and forth, and it will fade in, fade out, fade in, fade out. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So Coyote with a seven instead of a T for, uh, from something awful says the solution to Blight Town is using a bow to pull or kill almost everything. Most of the enemies in Blight Town have just as tough a time as players do navigating. So if you bring a short bow and find some high ground, it's fairly simple to pull the snake men one or two at a time and kill them at leisure uh, if they ever actually make it to you without the, without falling to their doom. Uh, not stake men. They're the infested uh, blight people. I'm sure that's what he meant. Yes. He was just yes. pulling a Gary. Yeah, that's fine. Um, for bo- both of you, that's fine. Um, a bow <laughs> also makes it a lot easier to deal with uh, some of the blow darts. And the dogs near the bonfire in particular will kill themselves PDQ uh, if you shoot them from above the, uh, a ladder. The fatties took me a long time, but one, but once again, it's merely intimidation for the most part. Once you learn that it's safest to just get in close and get behind them, they're easier to backstab than Havel. Uh, the mosquitoes are my main bane in this area. Uh, and even then, it's only because I hate having to pause what I'm doing to wield my bow and lock onto them and shoot them before moving on. In case it hasn't already gotten mentioned, the easiest way to quillog from the bottom of the bonfire is just to run along the right side of the wall uh, near the water wheel, then beeline for the hive uh, to the right of the fatties. Even without a rustering, it's pretty easy to get through and only burn one purple moss, although the mosquitoes can hit you and stagger you if you're not careful. Careful. Finally, I had no idea that those flame whip spinning things uh, would uh, shat lava on me from getting behind them until I until I'd played probably 150 to 200 hours of the game and cleared that area more than 10 times. Sometimes you can still be surprised. Of course, Capra, the Depths, and Blighttown are all pretty much entirely optional with the master key. I didn't know that those the flame bugs could shit on you. Neither did yeah, I. Yeah, I didn't know that either. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, uh, you yeah. guys talk. I'm going to look them up on the wiki. Oh. Okay. The, the uh, that's it. When you bring up that thing about uh, you know playing a game for a long time and then having new things come up, um, that's happening in the let's play I'm doing too. Like I was fighting uh, ceaseless discharge and he was doing an attack I'd never seen before, and it's just kind of crazy. You can put so many hours into something and still have it surprise you. Yeah. It just, I mean, it just really goes to show how much From is put into this game. There's so much to it, mm-hmm. and uh, that's probably the primary reason why it's got this you know, weird, huge fan base that kind of just came up out of nowhere. Yeah. Yep. Gods among men. <laughs> um, when you stab these ogres, it definitely, if you're doing it with a dagger, you're definitely sticking it up their butthole. And that happens <laughs> oh, with yeah. the snakes as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really, there's no mistaking. You're just slamming a sword into their butthole. Yeah. It, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't have to be a dagger either. You can do it with like, just like anything that has the, uh, the, the, the straight sword moveset. 
anything can go up a butt is what Cole is saying. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so. if, you, if, if you're patient enough, anything can go up a butt. Um, yeah. Um, Yours as a ER triage nurse <laughs> has taught him. <laughs> oh, finally, you reveal my day job. Um, <laughs> but um, there is uh, uh, so the, the 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 Dark Souls wiki dot wiki. West says that they have a uh, an attack called Fire Egg, uh, but it doesn't oh, okay. expl- it doesn't explain what it is. So perhaps a, yeah. a good job for YouTube. Yeah. Um, yeah. And finally, um, Ramagama via something awful says, uh, Quillag, easy? <laughs> Fuck that. My first Dark Souls character had put some 18 hours in the game before hitting a brick wall in Blighttown, stumbling into that bitch spider fairy demon with no end in sight. Granted, I was new to the game and still not privy to its deepest mechanics, but I felt that was the end of my Dark Souls journey. Skip forward some 14 months and five characters, and I'm shoving a lightning halberd into that arachnid anus with time enough to spare to watch a movie and catch a fine meal afterwards. Although nothing delights my senses more than the portion of Dark Souls after that queen bitch, so long it was denied to me. Hmm. So. Little yeah. aggressive. <laughs> I think, I think, actually, I think I know what he means in the wording that he put it. He means, okay. like, from the beginning of the game to the time he kills oh, Quayle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. He can do that all in, in, in you know, an hour and a half and some change. Yes, yes. Okay, cool. We had some trouble parsing that initial sentence. So we, yes. I think, I think we, we, we may have read it differently, but the spirit remains the same. Something yes. is being compared to dinner in a movie. Yes. <laughs> <Right>. And <laughs> Queen Bitch is brought up. Good song. Um, the, the, uh, uh, there are a lot of other comments on the Something Awful Award that were just to the effect of like, yeah, fuck that place. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I'd say most of the comments, there were like maybe like five or six, just like one the, line, you know, fuck that place. In fact, the, 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 the response after you asked for responses was just simply mm-hmm. fuck that place. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, what can you tell me about Blighttown? Fuck that place. <laughs> I, I didn't intend to do that, but. The, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah, again, just and we, we mentioned this the main show. Um, if you would like to have your comment read on the air, uh, please get in touch with us either through that Something Awful board, through the Facebook group, or through duckfeed.tv forward slash contact. And uh, we'd love to hear what you have to say about Sen's Fortress. And again, I mean, I, I've said it for like the last like four episodes. It's like <laughs> I'm just expecting some, some fury because uh, all these areas, you know, a lot of them are seem like ripe for great, great stories. Yeah, please, you please tell, to, to tell us your uh, tales of woe and despair. Yeah, swinging blades. Yeah, discuss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll make I'll make one uh, quick confession about Sun's Fortress. Please do. While we're talking about it, I've I've never done any of the lower uh, portion that you can fall into and fight the um, the Titanite demon and all that. I've oh yeah, skipped it entirely both times that I've gone through it. I, I know it's completely optional. I know there's some good stuff down there, but I cannot be arsed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a it's a pain in the ass. Like getting down there is hard, even for like relatively decent characters for me. Yeah, I usually don't do it. And there's one where you have to fight two Titanite demons at the same time. Yeah, which is insane. Yeah, like, it, is... like I mean, you can kind of kite them around a corner and get away with not doing it, but it's fucking hard. It's a lot to ask. Yeah, yeah. So unless you're looking for Titanite, you know, demon Titanite, there's no real reason to do it. Maybe. If you are, it's an easy source of four shards. Yeah, so. for real. Yeah. Hmm. But. So, anything else before we conclude our session tonight, gentlemen? 
No. Okay. I think I'm going to go eat and I'm going to go feed my cats. You'll shut the fuck up. Like everyone has been listening to him just like howl incessantly for the last, you know, two hours, two and a half hours. So we'll stick some food in them. I need to go to bed. So uh, this has been Cole <laughs> Ross. Yeah, this has been Gary Butterfield. And Nick Glover. Praise the sun. Praise, Praise the sun. The sun. Deleted scenes. Hmm. Let me see here. How. Whoa! Very interesting. All it, it sounded like I was joking about it. That like you're gonna have superpowers when you came back because I just heard this like crazy noise and you just go oh shit and then it was it was quiet and then, then you were gone. I was like oh god he's Doctor Manhattaning. Hey. <laughs> yeah. No. I. Uh, wow. I. I. Uh, I was attempting to plug in my FireWire drive. Um, hmm. so I could, so I could record onto that. That might be the way to, to go about it because of my internal hard drive problems. So I'm doing that now. Um, yeah, but when I went to do that, there was some kind of like static electricity th- kind of thing. It sounded like the worst silent hill monster was like breathing right into my ears. Like, <laughs> like, like lots of static and like metal, you know, mm. I ripped off my headphones and went, Oh fuck. <laughs> because it was really loud, and then I immediately turned off my audio interface. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. It was real bad. I still got like a high pitch ringing in my ears, which means I will never hear that uh, frequency again. Awesome. Yeah. You what, saw, what, you, what is, I was going to say. Thing you, I was, mm. Mm. <laughs> um, you, you remember Nick, right? Yeah, yeah. No, he's a cool dude. Hey, Nick. How's it going, Cole? You're a cool dude. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's like no. The back of the back of the Nick box. <laughs> cool dude. Cool Ross. IGN dot com. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, yeah. So, so joining us to talk about the BT. Mm-hmm. B- BT. Uh, yeah. BT yeah. junkies. Yep. The BT the, cruiser. The BT. BTJunkie.org. Nick Lauber, founder of BTJunkie.org. Founder of. Yeah. Yes. Don't get me in legal trouble now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm like, man, we've been searching for this guy for ages. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> we, we, we thought that he we, we, we thought that he disappeared in the Caymans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Found this when you were by, by 13. Wh- <laughs> by which um, I mean he was eaten by a Cayman. You know. <laughs> What's a Cayman? That's a crocodile. Oh. It's a crocodile. Is that Turn- what the, what little ones, right? What's that? It's one of those like miniature crocodiles, right? I think so. Yeah, like a, like a caiman. Yeah. Is that what they done named the island after? What they what they done done it? Yes. Is that what the island? Why it's called the Cayman Islands? No, it's spelled differently. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah. C A I M A N. Um, as opposed to C A Y M A N or K M A N, which is my rap name. Cayman. <laughs> Coltrane, dude. Yeah, That's a Col- Train. Although, although at one point my name was, uh, I, I, I determined it would be Ice Tray. Ice Tray? T-R-E. Stone Cold Creamery. Like, we don't have to keep going over this. Like, you definitely got a rap name already. Like, Stone Cold Creamery or Stone Cold Facts. Stone Cold Yeah. Stone Cold, like, is also good. The Cold Hard Facts. The Cold Hard Facts? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, this is a fun conversation to have about we, the whitest we, man alive. Yeah, we 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 solved this bit of you. Yes, we yeah. have. It's, it's done. We, we've decoded the coal rap genome. Yeah, the Da Vinci coal. 
Sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Out comes the bell. Uh, (laughs) Tom Hanks just like, you know, you wake up and Tom Hanks is just squatting over you with a magnifying glass, like (laughs) investigating all the lines in in your face. (laughs) I've got to find out the secret. Oh, man. (laughs) What did the founding fathers have in mind when they invented gold? This is this, this is really upsetting because it turns out I have a map printed on the back of my skin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's on the inside. It's all veins. <laughs> if you follow his veins, it's actually the map to the lost city of Atlantis. Yes. <laughs> lost city of Atlanta. The chase is afoot. Atlanta, yeah. <laughs> lost city of Atlanta. You can either buy an atlas my or you can turn coal inside out. <laughs> yeah. My my carotid is I-77. Go watch a Braves game. Yeah. <laughs> watch a Braves game. <laughs> uh, that's funny there was something funny that i was thinking about you know just in where you get the spider shielded i know this is something from last episode however um the fact that you jumped down that chute to get to the uh to get to the uh giant rat you know with the spider uh-huh. shield all i can think of is, is th- those butchers are feeding the giant rat mm. like they capture people and drop it down there as their pet you know feeding yeah. them yeah, that, that's probably true. I didn't like, make sense. Just, yeah. just wild, wild speculation, as we as we huh. are so wont to do. But uh, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> what is it? There's the whip, and then there's the, there's the notched whip, and both of them. The whips yeah. are a very interesting class of weapons because they're so bad and very rare. Yeah. You 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 can't backstab with them. You can't dive attack with them. You can't repost with them. They do almost no damage. The notch whip is not too bad. And then you, the guardian tail oh, um, yeah. from the DLC is a whip. Um, and, and that does actually, that's okay. It deals like poison damage and is pretty decent. Mm-hmm. But you don't get that until way later in the game. So playing yeah, whips yeah. is definitely like a gimmick challenge. Mm-hmm. Thing. Right. A- along with like the, uh, the, the, the dragon claw or whatever it is. The, dra- yeah, the dragon the, bone fist. The claws, yeah. Yeah. You can do the punch. Although you, you can upgrade the whip to the, uh, the life hunt scythe, I think. Oh yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, I think With you're right. Yeah, kind of weirdly, it's one of the weird items that you can turn into into that. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's a good sight. My blood yeah. sight is super awesome. Yeah. Yep. Okay, back. Okay. I'm gonna pause my video. I cannot afford to be not entertained for <laughs> for 45 seconds. So not acceptable. So. Yeah. I, it might not be wise for the continuity of the of the of the show. You know these bathroom breaks. My usual podcast drink uh, a, a cup of tea and then a liter of seltzer, <laughs> <laughs> of which I, I, I am three quarters well. of the way through. <laughs> going going dehydrated myself. Yeah, so. go, go, going. That's, that's how you do it. I just, just trying to get a headache. In so. fact, you, you just ate a bunch of jerky before we recorded. Yeah, I know jerky <laughs> coated in peanuts. <laughs> Peanut jerky. <laughs> it's of your own invention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nuts and gum. Um, all right. Catchphrase. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's it's fine. Having a catchphrase is pretty funny, but we do it in Watch Out for Fireballs too. Like we, all of yeah. the shows have some kind of sign off, so yeah. which hmm. makes sense. Even though the pitch sign off is just by Brighton. <laughs> I like how you guys built uh, identifying yourselves into the, into the meta fiction. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We, uh, we've got more things like that, like that are coming up and are continuing to, to move forward too. So, 
Um, um, my, my, fa- my favorite. I was I was uh, I was in Kentucky uh, yesterday. Actually, <laughs> I was driving and I was listening to the pitch as I do. Um, and um, this is one of the ones I didn't listen to until until uh, when it came out, which is weird. Um, but I uh, like w- when you asked Brayden. So what happens if you get caught in the hole? Is there like a way that you can like call for help? And he said no. <laughs> beat, beat, beat. <laughs> yeah yeah that one mm. that's a weird one because we recorded that a long time ago before yeah. we decided to do love month mm-hmm. um so it, we, the show has changed a little like he was pointing that out like the show changed a little bit in the interim <laughs> since i was you know not really on our arc that we're on but well you you refer to behedra henan at the beginning yeah. <laughs> like talk yeah. about that trip yeah yep yep yeah which hasn't been that was supposed to come right after that yeah so, hmm. yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, you want to give me some, some comments and have me read them off, too? Yeah. Oh. yeah let's you... send you the... Uh, yeah, Nick has been going without the notes. Holy crap. I feel really bad about that. No, good good job, oh. Nick. Yes, thank you. Wow. You brought up things that... You were keeping us on point in a way which made me think you had access to them. Yeah. No, no notes. I feel... Excellent. Re- oh, okay. Um, all, uh, all my own notes, guys. <laughs> very, very good work. Yeah. Very good work. Wow. Note to self: Always send notes before the show. <laughs> notes to self. <laughs> notes, notes to, to others. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Okay. No, yeah. so they're, in the, they're in the Skype box. Like you, you mentioned your notes. I didn't even think that you guys had been doing that to to other guys. Like, this is no, just, no. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, cool. We, we, we're just singling you out. Singling you out. Singling you out for some reason. Yeah. Well, uh, um, on accident. Well, good. <laughs> We all pray that we will have far more soon 